Welcome to Becoming Supernova, a space for candid conversations around beauty, success, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I share my experience with Becoming, and I bring on some of the most supernova guests so that they can share their story of Becoming as well. Thank you so much for sharing this space with us and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Becoming Supernova podcast. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I am here with the special, the amazing Olympia. She is the owner um, and CEO of Written by Olympia. She is a creative storyteller, and she has worked with many, many, many of your favorite brand owners. Her work has been seen in places like Target, Essence, Amazon, Ulta Beauty, and like I said, she's one of my faves, and now I'm going to hand it over to her to really tell us a little bit more about her journey and who she is. Hello. Thank you. That was an amazing introduction. I tried my best. That was lovely. (laughs) Um, Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know you and me have like talked, and I feel like we're best friends now, so I'm just glad that we are here together. Um, Also, you guys, her office space is amazing. So you have not like she it's gorgeous. So You said yeah. it's real. It's a real thing. She it didn't is make it real. up. Yeah. It's totally real and it's beautiful and I love it. So Thank that you. part. Um so yeah, I my name's Olympia. I own written by Olympia. I started it only in October twenty twenty one. So okay. it hasn't been that long, but it's been long, long enough, enough to yeah. have such an amazing journey so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus on a lot of copy and content writing, but I also hone in on grants and proposals, um, anything that can kind of be written to explain the objective of someone's business is kind of what I focus on. So that can be emails, captions, that can be product descriptions, that can be blogs, um, all of those things, all of the above. And some things that we don't even know yet, but are, people are like, do you write that? And I'm like, yes, I do. Let's do yeah. it. So the main goal is telling the story of, of people's brand and their businesses and letting them um, put some sort of like word to all of the vision that they have so mm-hmm. that their audience and their clients can really understand what it is they're trying to sell and, and buy it. So I love that's that. one part of it. Yeah. I love it too. Yeah. I do. I feel like, uh, you know, because I'm in like the marketing and branding space for uh, beauty pros, beauty educators. And I realize that there is a disconnect between what's in people's heads and then what they're able to actually articulate. Like when it comes to the value of the service or the product or whatever it may be. Um, so to know that there's quite literally a person that can help you know people with just saying the things that you know are on the on their minds or um like what they want people to receive from this so i want to know um what was the moment for you where you were like i need to help people show up more through their words or like how like what 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 did that transition look like from like not doing this to doing this um So I have been in education since I graduated from college in 2009. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been teaching high school and middle school for a long time. um, And I love it. It's it's definitely one of my passions. It's definitely extremely fulfilling. Um, And what I see from a young age, particularly with um, people of color, more so with women of color and, and specifically with with black girls and black women, 
we are kind of almost taught to kind of like hide our story and not really expound mm. on who we are um, if it doesn't fit like a certain mold or mm. like um, a politically correct kind of like genre. And so I think that has always been a motivating factor for me to let people know like your story is worth telling because it's not just for you, it's leaving a legacy. Yeah. Everybody who starts a business or a brand is is starting it because they want to have a footprint and they want to leave an impact on something. Yeah, we want to sell something, but we also like want people to know who we are and, and what we're selling and, and leave some sort of mark. So I think in leaving that mark, a lot of that is like, um, what your story is behind it and how you got to the point that you got to and what your journey was like and then sharing that so that other people can have the opportunity to number one feel comfortable sharing their own story yeah and number two invest in you like they invest in the product right and I think a lot of there's there's a few products I think we could all name that we love the product, but we also love the person who sells it. One hundred percent. And we love that person because they have given us something that is a part of them that we're like, I love that, and yeah. I want to do that and grow with that. Some relatability. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's always a motivating factor, and I think. Um, I love energy. Mm-hmm. And I think you and me talked about that. Yeah. We, we loved each other's energy. Um, and I'm just in such an amazing place right now in my career and with Written by Olympia where everyone that has come in my space has had amazing energy. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me want to write more um, and do more for us because it's like man like you're like really seeing the impact in yes, real time yeah yeah and yeah. you really are you really i joke all the time with a lot of my clients like come on let's have therapy because when you sit down to write with me to create a brand story mm-hmm. or something girl as simple as an email we are gonna have a little session because i yeah. want to delve into the parts of you mm-hmm. that helped you create the business and so I personally can't work with anyone if I don't talk to them or like see them, get on Zoom with them, hear them laugh, see them cry. Like I want to get into those Mm, spaces with everyone so I can really have ownership over the writing too. So I think that's always been um, a motivating factor for me. And I think, yeah, that's something that I, that I love. About what I do. I yeah. Think, yeah. When I say it out loud, I love it. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I love that I thing. do love that. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned, you know, like women of color, um, I would assume like specifically black women. Um, it is or I don't know if I should assume that, but women of color. Right. Um, that there are stories to be told, but you really have to kind of like dive deeper. Is that like from learned experience where your clients or people that you've worked with in the past have, you know, like in a sense, like tried to shrink themselves unintentionally and then how you help them? Like, I guess you said with the therapy and things like that. But like, what are some questions that really do break down the barrier? Yeah, I think I have a simple question on like my brand story sheet that says five words that describe you. Um that is hard, though. Yes. That's hard. And a Jesus lot of, Christ. A lot of people come back and they're like, I only could think of three. And I'm like, I thought of five the first mm. five minutes that I talked to you. Mm. And so I think, man, we just like we just need someone else to affirm us. 100%. And I think that yes. is part of why I like storytelling and 
as well as the content and copywriting aspect of it because mm-hmm. like me affirming a client doesn't take anything outside of my space mm. it's really helps me get more into them so I think that part of it and I think all of us are further along with our businesses and our brands than we think yes. like how many times do we hear people say like well I haven't done this yet but I and I'm not ready to do this and I'm always like yes you are right now you are ready yeah we're gonna do it today or we can start tomorrow you are ready you're further along than you think you have what it takes you are what you need you are the juice you have it man I love Um, that and I just like literally want everyone to know that because man how do you feel when you get up and you feel like you are the one yeah the two like you your day moves way better so um If I can kind of capture that in everybody, the amount of content and copy that we get Mm. is amazing because it's genuine and it's authentic and they really are coming from a place of, yeah, they are vulnerable, but also just like joy Mm. and like, you see me, you know, you hear me and then I can use all that and write something really special. So I think that is super important aspect of it and that can go for anything like even right. when we're doing grants it's kind of like yeah I need like we got to touch somebody's feelings with this so we yeah. can really hone in on what is going to help them or make them um want to share some money with you so it's yeah. all of that we need yeah. the funds <laughs> we need the funds right and there are funds out there that don't belong to us but that we can have and spend mm-hmm. um and I want everybody to tap into that and get yeah. that so yeah that is a part of it too for sure yeah. I love it. I think the vulnerability part is something that I myself have, have been trying to unearth. Oh my gosh. It has been uh, a journey for sure because I feel like, uh, you know, just like being a black girl, um, I'm the youngest of three sister or two sisters. Um, I feel like a lot of my emotional capacity has dwindled over the years so me being able to communicate for the most part has been just through humor um but not actually being transparent enough for people to actually know what my journey looks like like I share my journey but it's usually just like when it's healed for the most part nobody ever really sees me before that part (laughs) you know like it's never just like when the wound is fresh or anything like that so I will say that I uh resonate with having to be vulnerable in this business because it makes sense and it makes dollars sometimes yeah um but not just for the sake of like it making dollars but for the fact of like like I shared the fact that you know when I first started like I didn't I didn't have no money I had like three hundred dollars blah blah you know like all of these pivotal moments where I was kind of at rock bottom um and like you know people would call in like for the podcast and things like that and be like I loved this episode or I loved this moment that you shared on your story um but I I will agree with you in the fact that vulnerability is a game changer to how you are able to relate to people it's unbelievable sometimes yeah yeah, I think it it draws in a different type of audience that you don't even know is out there like people that actually need you yeah yeah and that see you for who you are for whatever they see in themselves Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you don't see what other people see and when you open up to them and tap into that yeah it like it creates a whole nother space for you but it also creates a whole nother space for your business and when you stick to those genuine and authentic things 
your copy and your brand voice and everything else that follows, it flows so much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, So I try to tap into that with people all the time. And I, and I keep trying to tap into that with myself as well. We all have Mm -hmm. to, you know, so I, I love that, that you were able to share that. I am the middle of three girls. Oh, really? Yes. We're so, like sisters for real. We kind of <laughs> literally are. Literally kind so, of, right? <laughs> and we both like coloring. I love that for us. So, so that's too. that's another thing we should talk about too because I feel like there's a connection between being vulnerable, being emotional, and also your creativity. And we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I 100% can get ahead of myself. Um, I was going to say something about... A thing that we were talking about, but I can't remember it anymore. So I'm gonna fast forward. Cause you know I'll come back to you. Yeah, it'll come yeah, back to me. It'll definitely come back. In me talking right now, I'm hoping. Oh, it's not working. <laughs> that was such a good strategy. <laughs> I was. Strategy. I was working for it. I was trying, um, but it's okay. So um, I'm curious to know. What was little Olympia like? Was she a storyteller? Was she uh why are you looking like that? <laughs> Mommy, are you did my mom pay you? Um girl. So probably this is for every toddler, but my mom will easily say that my first words were no. Um Good. and also Boundaries. shout out to my mom who yeah. is like just like the black goddess version of God in like every aspect of everything for me she has a lover of language y'all the way she just explained that was I gotta start calling my mom a goddess version of God or she's gonna (laughs) let me tell you something my mom (laughs) is everything to me she Mm -hmm. has really given my sisters and I so much life and just so much purpose and continues mm-hmm. to motivate us even in times when she's probably not motivated and mm-hmm. I I always tell myself as I get older I, w- I can't go into any space without like acknowledging the fact that she is literally everything for me like so a I, pillar truly man yeah. and I don't know a word yet that properly gives my mom do justice for the role that she's played in my Mm -hmm. life but I know that like me being where I am is because of her prayers and my grandmother's prayers and Mm -hmm. every other prayer that's existed in my family and like generational prayers come on and it has to be I have to always you know just acknowledge her strength and wisdom I have an amazing tribe anyway uh but girl I'm gonna go ahead and say that I was you know what are you a curious kid high school was fun we talked about high school i went to north atlanta i loved Mm -hmm. it um i enjoyed every part of education which led me into teaching Mm -hmm. um i am a history teacher Mm -hmm. which hones into the storytelling aspect of Mm -hmm. it and the just quote-unquote legacy that we need to leave so when i'm teaching history um i'm like really searching for stories from us by us to tell to the kids that look like us Mm -hmm. um and so that is a motivating factor too to kind of make sure that we all are leaving a story behind so that they have something to read and look into when they get older too the kids that i'm working with so i feel like it all connects in a certain way um, and I think that's the powerful thing about what I'm doing right now. And that's what make what keeps it so passionate for me and a joy is that mm-hmm. like, I'm able to kind of 
have every aspect of who Olympia is kind of come together in one spot, but also like keep it separate enough to be able to enjoy every aspect of it separately, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So, yeah, I did not. Um, yeah, I was bad growing up. I'm going to go ahead and say that. But I wasn't. I was a curious kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was a middle. I'm a middle child. I'm a middle child. You say, I had no choice. You had yeah. no choice. Middle child, Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, my older sister is. Man, she's three years older than me. She is a creative genius. Mm -hmm. I think that she can paint and design anything that you put in front of her. Um, She is just gifted with the brush, Mm -hmm. period. And then my little sister is like a administrative guru. Like she has done work with Written by Olympia, like got me in order together Mm. all the way through. Um, and all those things. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, I have to definitely always mention them and, and put them in. And then I have my husband who's amazing. You just, you are just winning the jackpot with family members, <laughs> the husband, the mom. I love it. High school sweetheart. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that. I probably would have gotten in trouble if I didn't say everybody. So I had to throw that in there. But they're so worthy of, of being said. Shout out to mom for raising three creative geniuses. Because I think even for administrative work, you have to find a creative way to solve a solution within a business. Oh, yeah. You know? So, for me, administrative work, I'm just like... Systems and processes? No, thanks. My sister does it in her sleep. If you tell her how you want it to be, she gonna get it right. I love it. And we're all into the diversity, inclusion, equity aspect of life. I mean, there's so many wonderful things, Terry, Mm -hmm. that I could just spit out just all day. All day. I told you I'm long-winded girl. So, <laughs> so, yeah, but I had to say that. <laughs> so I'm wondering, what what are some the things that your mom has said to you that have poured into how you speak to other women? Whoa. That might be a deep question. It is. Yeah, I come with her. Okay. Yeah, you came. <laughs> and I like to be the deep one in the room. But listen. Um, so... My mom told me this in in terms of relationships, but she said to me, you know what you know, and that's what you know. And that is a reminder to be confident in knowing what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every mom says, you know who you are and whose you are. And I don't think I got that until I was older. But knowing whose you are and knowing that your journey um, is filled with faith and prosperity and love and walking in that every day intentionally um, is something that my mom continues to do. My mom is also the cutest, sweetest, most thoughtful person um, with like handwritten cards is where I got ideas from her about other things and just like the smallest little text message of like, I'm proud of you and like, you're amazing. I love my three daughters. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are the best. I'm so happy to be your mom. Little stuff like that is extremely encouraging. Um, because, again, being in the classroom and, girl, just being in spaces with other women, knowing that they didn't receive that, yeah. um, makes me love and appreciate her so much more. So, that, her presence makes me want to continue to be the best person that I can be mm-hmm. every day. And so, I think... She is someone who won't have to ever use a lot of words with me because her presence is like really like all I need. Heavy. Yeah. 
That is so impactful. Yeah. I can only imagine. Because even the way, like, when we had our uh, phone call to figure out the scheduling and things, yeah. and you were just like, Terry, can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> That's me emulating you. Terry, can I just say that I love your energy? And usually, and I feel like that's something that we, we definitely have in common because I am one to be like, let me pour into this person. I don't even know if they need it. Yeah. But I just have this like feeling that I need to. Yeah. And you did that for me that day. Like you were like, you know, I, even when I told you the name of the podcast, you were, you were stuck. And I was like, I can't really tell if she hates it, but I'm going to try to keep talking. <laughs> just to gonna talk through this to see what happens. I love it. And then when you spoke, you were like, no, that just really needed a moment of silence, you know? Yeah. And even that moment, I can tell like now hearing, you know, the, the story of your mom and just like how it doesn't take many words. That was a moment where it didn't take many words for me to be like, wow you know I'm appreciated and my thoughts are appreciated and my creativity um that was a really impactful moment for me just like knowing you for 35 seconds yeah I feel like we already knew each other yeah I don't know why that is but I do feel like on the same wavelength as you is that when people do fall into like your your line of sight you do have to kind of just go with it but and then also like sometimes those people aren't there for a long time mm -hmm. and that's okay you know appreciate people for the seasons however i do feel like there are people that i've met in my adulthood where i'm like i've been missing you mm -hmm. i don't know why i missed you but i missed you and i'm really glad that you're here yeah you know because the timing is is what you can impeccable never yeah doubt. yeah that 100%. timing is gonna hit every time and i think that is another thing with people's brands and their businesses is like being ready to receive mm -hmm. whatever it is One, to be able girl. to get to the next point right and i think sometimes we're like honing in on one thing we're not really open to receiving other aspects of stuff and it's like once we get to that receiving point we're like whoa i should have been yeah maybe you should have but right now is just when you're doing yeah. it. so let's yeah. do it now and let's let's focus on that so yeah and energy is man i think one of the one of the parts of my life where i have learned to i say this often but like it took me a minute to get to know myself and now that I know her I trust her wholeheartedly mm. uh, that's so, beautiful yeah so yeah. that energy is is me saying like yeah girl you know mm. you know what you know you know what you know yeah you know I don't know I don't know if that applies to me for my entire journey. Okay, yeah. I think things have shifted for me. Yeah. In a way. So, especially because I've shifted what I do. So, you know, being a makeup artist, I was a thousand percent sure. Like, oh, I'm the one that you can never get rid of. Um, I also know that even if you try to go to other people, you are going to be calling me and begging me like, Terry, please do my makeup because look at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, I, that was by by design like yeah. I, I wanted people to never be able to go to other people because i have mastered their face mm -hmm. you know um and then i switched what i do to being an educator and i immediately realized that i don't know what the hell i'm talking about I knew, I knew that I had purpose and, you know, I told you that I went to school for education. So I already knew that education was in my future, mm -hmm. 
But a means of being able to get what's in my head out onto paper, out onto sales pages. What yeah. am I talking about? Yeah. And, and I really did. Now. But I really did have to develop my own language. Is that something that your people, your clients have to realize? Like, yes, there are things that you know, but you have to also develop the things that you have, like you want to say out of your mouth or get them on paper or the sales page or whatever grants. Yeah, absolutely. All of those things. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, sometimes I'll say, send me a voice memo. Just because I need to hear you say it and talk through it so that I can get in the position to kind of grasp what you're saying and Mm -hmm. get your perspective on things. I think a lot of times people um, like to stick to words that they feel like sell. And there's like four or five words that they're like, okay, this is the word that I'm going to use because this is what sells and this is what people think of it. And sometimes I have to remind people, hey, this is your thing. This is your brand. This is what you want to do. Right. you get to decide how you want to move, when you want to move, and what you want to say when you move. If you want to address your people as queens, hey, queens, do it. If you yeah. want to say, hey, sis, do it. If you want to say, babes, do all of the things that you want to do that feel authentic to you so that when you're creating, whatever you're creating, yeah. if you don't have a writer, if you don't have someone helping you on your team, it doesn't sound pushed or pulled. It sounds like it's genuinely coming from you. Yeah. Um, and I want everyone to kind of capture the like, read this in my voice spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When they're reading things that are based off of someone else's brand. So like, yeah. when I first heard your voice, I think you remember, like I told you, I was like, I love your voice. And yes. so every time I see anything that you post, I, I read it in your voice. And mm-hmm. I want everyone to have that same kind of spirit because it really does yeah i think it i think it can happen and i feel like i feel like it really makes things more relatable Mm -hmm. and pushes you to the next level of your brand and becoming like a lifestyle because some people stick with oh i just want to sell this and i'm like baby girl you are amazing and you Mm -hmm. have so much more to offer like Mm -hmm. i love this and let's do more let's grow more let's see more let's flourish so i think there's so many possibilities we don't always everyone doesn't have to touch on every single possibility that's available to them but i just think that sometimes we don't even know that it's right there right right you know and so just kind of yeah touching on that part and helping people understand the true meaning of the words that they are using Mm -hmm. Um, that that part yeah that <laughs> Listen, um, I don't know if you know, but I have uh, my new um, coaching program, which is Rocket Revenue. Right. Yes. Which I'm super excited I've about. I've seen it on Instagram and I love. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, so basically, Rocket Revenue is a space, like an incubator almost. It is a coaching program, but it is like a small group where they will actually just be imaginative as best as they can be. And then just applying uh, words and meanings to their universe yeah right because i feel like for a lot of people um they are taking the traditional route of marketing and branding which is like what's your target audience yeah you know and like who is this for and like why what's your purpose yeah you know but at the end of the day like i don't know how to fucking answer that i need to I don't know how to fucking answer that. So I think for a lot of people, it makes so much more sense to 
define the words that you're actually using. I think that's been so pivotal for me. Um, and also just kind of like tapping into my inner child in the best way possible. Oh, There's um, that therapy that we were talking A little about. therapy, yeah, you know? Um, yeah, just, you know, tapping into my inner child and so with that, with the Renaissance album, um, you know, that is also very pivotal. To, I got a whole tattoo. Yes. Because of Beyonce. I, I literally have an alien superstar. I, I swear to God. Her. But so, also, yes. I feel like that album really triggered my memory of, hello, uh, uh, what's it called? Xenon mm. from Disney Channel. Okay. So that was the beginning of me creating a universe. I was like, I want to be some on some intergalactic yeah. galaxy out of space shit right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for, like I said, for a lot of people, it's I'm doing the traditional ways of marketing, but I'm bored, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and once you actually start defining words, so I actually just started researching words. Like, what does supernova mean? Yeah. And then I discovered that it was actually a star. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. I do remember the first word that somebody put meaning to for me was in fifth grade uh and it was procrastination because she oh. called me a procrastinator um it was my fifth grade teacher actually she called me a procrastinator which i was but i was also going through some life stuff um at home right and then the second word that somebody put meaning well like that i actually remember um the second time was in college and my boss i worked on a college campus um as a peer educator and my supervisor called me a catalyst for change. Mm. And I was like, I don't know yes, what that word means. But you are. I am. Yeah. And then I went to go look it up. And I was like, okay, so a catalyst is someone who creates change but are not affected. Wow. See, she did that silent thing again. And that's why I asked you, like, what was something that, you know, your mom said to you that you, you know, used to impact other women? Because I feel like, you know, there were a lot of words like procrastinator. Like, I took that with me for a very long time. Yeah. Like, I just don't do work on time. Yeah. You know, but then being a catalyst for change, I really, that really sat with me, too. You yeah. know? So. And so I think, I, yes, to both of those. Yeah. And I think where I step in is also saying like there's a connection between the two. Procrastination is a form of time management. 100%. So you are a master time manager for, be a for being able to wait until a certain point and still do it. You're also mm. probably a perfectionist. Okay. Which is also an amazing I like how you flipped that for me. Because you're a perfectionist, you're a, you are a catalyst for change. There's so mm. many dynamics in there that, that you missed because of where we were in our life or who said it. And I mm. think that goes back to your questions of like breaking stuff down into like honing into like, what does this mean to you? Who said it to you? How does it make you feel? Mm. Let's get into that so that we can deliver the word to the visions that you want to make the other people feel that I way. think you just put me through therapy. I Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. But I feel, <laughs> I really feel like... Man, breaking down those things is yeah. so important. I think a, a simpler word, Terry, that I like to break down with a lot of people, luxury. Mm. A lot of people want to put luxury in front of everything that everything. they do. And it is. Yes. Everything is luxury. Mm -hmm. And so I always challenge them to say, like, what does luxury mean to you? As mm. a 
if you are a mom with two kids, luxury can be having the best stroller with like the best nanny and having a day off. Like that's luxury yeah. for that group of people. Yeah. Um, luxury to someone else might be, yeah, the customer service. Luxury to another person might be related to the price. There's so many aspects of luxury that first you have to define, okay, so what does luxury mean to you? Mm -hmm. And how is your product defining luxury? Because it doesn't have to be the same as the person next to you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be be luxury. Yeah. It can be something totally different that is giving you a luxury vibe. Um, Candles to the doorstep are luxury for some people, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas other people think luxury is something related to self-care. So I think um, breaking down the meaning of those words and like really saying like, girl, what does this mean? And then going into there, which that takes, that is a moment for a lot of people. I can only imagine. I'd be in tears. (laughs) You're talking about just crying. Like, who? why did you do this to me? Yeah, sometimes breaking down, like, why did you name your brand? this name Mm. and then looking at the brand story and then about us and that whole part is missing Mm. and I'm like how the name has so much meaning behind it this is your baby your boo and you have none of the characteristics of your baby and your boo in any of your copy or your content or on your website Mm. or anywhere so let's like let's make that happen for you yeah yeah so that's kind of where I am with that and I love doing it I love it so I want to know um what made you start written by Olympia in 2021 2021 right I'm saying that yeah I think yeah so I do not really know okay good what I do know I started a whole nother Instagram page called My Mixed Feelings, which is like a handwriting page where I do handwritten inspo. Go follow Um, that right now. Yeah, I love that. That is like really my baby page. Um, It's going crazy right now. I think we just hit like 31,000 followers, which is crazy because that was never what I expected. So there's a lot of motivational content on there that... Um, people just leave the sweetest, most amazing messages and it motivates me to keep doing it. So I was doing that, um, transitioning into some other things. I had a surgery and I had Mm -hmm. to go to physical therapy Mm -hmm. and the physical therapist was beating my back in and like, of course, that's how they do really going in. Yeah. And she was like, just, you know, yell if you feel anything. Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't saying anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was like. Yeah, so she kind of had your voice, I think. She was like, yeah, so um, I don't know what's going on, but you've definitely disconnected your mind from your body and you're numb. And she was like, so literally, I can't even heal you because you can't even feel the pain yet. So I need you to reconnect with yourself so you can feel the pain. Hence, then we can heal you and you don't care anything. So that was just... I'm overwhelmed just with that statement. A pivotal, extremely pivotal moment for me Mm. to tap into Olympia again Mm. and, like, go back to Olympia's joys, her Mm -hmm. inner child, and see, like, what is it that you like to do? I like to write. I didn't know that I liked to write that much. I help people with academic papers all the time during grad school. Mm. Um, And you, of course, as a teacher, I'm grading... I'm doing papers, I'm doing historical papers, and I love all of that. And I was just like, wait a minute, there's something else that I like to do that brings me joy and brings me passion. Went to dinner with a friend, and she said, yeah, that's called 
copywriting. That's called content writing. Do you mm. want to do it? And I was like, I think so. Yeah. She gave she gave meaning to a word. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. And she's like, Do you want to do it? And I said, I yeah, I think so. I and so. she is someone that we all know and love it. A, a, beauty guru to me um and she name drop, name drop, like name drop. helped me hey Bianca she kind of helped me through <laughs> um the process to just getting started and when I tell you we love Bianca by the way we love Bianca I love Bianca I've known her for years she, like her a few people God took care of the rest yeah God did girl and it's been such an amazing journey and like sometimes I'm still shocked at like certain emails and certain people I'm like whoa yeah what is even happening right now Mm -hmm. and then when they say they love my work I'm even more just taken back because it's like man I enjoyed every step of what I just did for you and it didn't even feel like Mm -hmm. work it just felt like me getting out what you said you wanted me to get out um So I oh, guess yeah. I guess with that you had no plans of being this impactful. Whoa. Okay. I don't think I did. You bring people's stories to life. You bring their visions into. You bring them into words. Um, you are quite literally a handmaker in people's transition from not enough money to money you know where you know with the grants and things like that so i feel like it's it would behoove you to uh really lean into your impact as well you know because i feel like you know with words number one are just impactful in themselves you know and for you to remind women that they are powerful they know what they know and they should be confident in who they are that's impact yeah Thank you. I received yeah. that. I will not cry on this app today. Why not? Let me move the mic closer. <laughs> Let me. Where's your tissue? Um, all, I, all I have is like these um, bathroom no paper thing. towels. In here. <laughs> so I don't know if you would like I to cry. I thank you for that, and I receive it. I yeah. Really, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Um, just to know. Should I keep going? I'm really trying to get it. <laughs> trying to pull the tears out (laughs) I'm almost there she's almost got it (laughs) but no I definitely did feel emotional when you were telling me about the physical therapist um and that experience because I feel like for so many people we are just kind of on autopilot yeah and not actually operating in our true selves yeah so I can only imagine just how transformative that may have been yeah, for you was. for her to say that to your face yeah you know like oh yeah okay yeah got it black woman too. yeah so she was, oh black yeah. woman too mm-hmm. that's that changes you know how everything. we do yeah you know how we do when we kind of get each other together she was like sis i need you to reconnect so you can hurt so i can heal you and hurt like cause y'all can't see the movements that i'm doing but y'all know what movement she was yeah doing. it's y'all the hand know. movements the yeah. hand ones yeah um and i did i reconnected and that snap was so pivotal what I needed I share that story as often as I can I was hesitant at first but I bring it up often in a lot of spaces because so many women are like oh Mm. and I'm like tap in to Mm. you so you can feel it let's go 
Oh, yeah. Gosh. So that was that was it, girl. That was, that was a moment for me. Listen, I like I said, I've been trying to reconnect with myself too, and um, I feel like a moment for me was uh, I had a call with a friend, and um, this was at the same time that I saw this TikTok that was talking about how Black women feel shame around not knowing the answers. Mm. And I remember being on this call, with my friend, I love her to death. Shout out to Jules. Um, do you know Jules? Too? Yes, on yes. Instagram. I feel yes. like I'm Instagram friends with so many people. <laughs> Instagram buddies. Um, love Jules. So uh, me and Jules are like yin and yang for sure. So she, I'm like the creative brain and she's more of like the structural, practical brain. Like she will literally take my abstract idea and be like, okay, so here's how you're actually going to make this happen. Um, and... We were planning a conference together. So uh, basically, she was asking me, like, okay, so what do you think about that? And, like, what do you, are you going to do this? And I was just like, in, I, in, my, in my head, I should have said, or out of my mouth, I should have said, I don't know. But I kept trying to fill space with words when mm -hmm. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, and it really did take me to the end of the call. Um, and she, she clocked me, too. She was like, you know, I want you to work on something. I want you to work on not cutting me off. Mm. But it wasn't for the fact that I was intentional about cutting her off. I was just overwhelmed. And I didn't know how to express that. So what's funny is I just kind of sat there, which I've been practicing breath work. I just kind of sat in my chair. You know, we had already hung up the call and everything. And I was like, okay, this is time to breathe because I need to get rid of that. I need to get rid of it. Yeah. And then I cried. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Wait, huh? Yeah. That's not what I... I was going for the other direction. Like, I wanted to go for like away from the tears. Yeah. But then I cried. And I was like, unbelievable of you mm -hmm. to just sit here. And, and I was so upset with myself for what I figured is just not having the answers when I should have communicated like I don't have answers right now for me things are just really abstract until I can sit down and think them out yeah you know and it was it was so funny and I had to come back and tell her like I had a breakdown yeah yeah I was very frustrated and she was like girl oh my gosh like you should know that you are the creative and she kind of reminded me of the space that I could take up that I was trying so hard to kind of avoid in a sense like I was like okay let me meet you where you are mm -hmm. but that's not why we work together right. why we work well together it's about me being more of the creative and I love that you do what you do because I feel like you don't just meet people where they are you do to some extent but you also help them become more of who they should be in the first place yeah yeah Ooh, I love that I need write to that down definitely no. write that down I was gonna <laughs> say but yeah like the audacity of all of us to like feel an emotion, right? And just like yeah. be like, oh wait, I I'm letting something out. It's so beautiful 100%. to just be able to have that. So that can be someone else's luxury, right? Of just mm. like having those feelings and emotions yeah. whenever you want to. Yeah. And letting them out. Um, and I love you for that. Like oh, I love the energy that you have and you being able to share so many beautiful stories about your journey. Yeah. I love that. It's been a long time coming. Well, it's here. It came. It came. You're in it. <laughs> Sit in it. In this beautiful office, y'all. <laughs> 
So I want to know um, what has been the most transformative words that you've received from another person? Um, wow. So, so I have to say as a high school teacher, I mm -hmm. teach mostly I've taught ninth grade for mm -hmm. the past like 10 years. Um, the girls saying like, thank you for being like a woman. Thank you for being like a girl's girl and just like letting girls, us yeah. know that like, it's okay to be the beautiful black girls that we want to be. Mm -hmm. when we want to be them however mm -hmm. we want to be them I think that is always something that I'm like yes you can mm -hmm. you can do it yeah. um that part and I think when it comes to written by Olympia I have had I recently just had someone reach out and she was like thank you for inspiring me to let me know that there are things and options to do outside of the platform that she was currently on that mm -hmm. you know that just kind of lets people pick and choose who they want to work with um mm -hmm. I've had a few like younger people say like thank you for letting me know that like this exists and this is mm -hmm. something that I can do so I've always loved that and I'm always taken back by that because I'm like y'all are looking at me like I'm we all out here trying to make like I'm trying to get to the next day with this and yeah. there's people really looking at you really yeah. seeing what you're doing and seeing your journey um, yeah 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 and I think I have worked with so many dope women mm. I mean so many amazing women um Angela Rye was amazing. I just worked with Nicole Kane Nicole this Kane, past yes. weekend. Mm -hmm. I, you, um, Bianca is someone who's amazing. Casey at Snipes. Rita Olds, who is a word genius. Love Rita Olds, too. Um, she is an integral part of, like, my first steps. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also, like... Kamara, who is one of like one of my favorites, who's a client who has a, a hair brand and she knows her stuff. There's also like some women who like are, you know, not names that we just know, no, but names yeah. that I'm like, no, I know your name and like, you know your name. And there's other people out there looking at you and seeing what you're doing and you're doing a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and I love the part that I can take if you name a client, I think I can say I learned a lesson from them mm -hmm. or like something about them hit me or touched me mm -hmm. and I was able to walk away feeling good about mm -hmm. that. Um, and I love that part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, man, I could shout everybody out all day and I hate starting to call people's names and then not like call everyone that I want to call. But um, but I think you already spoke everyone, to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Has been man, girl. Amazing. I can't. Yeah. Even, yeah I love that I love that we have interactions with people and they really do leave an imprint on yeah. like I'm gonna go deep on our souls um on our souls um but no it really does feel like I like you know moments that you have with people it kind of feels like I need to carry I need to carry this mm -hmm. you know I may need to let some other things go but I need to carry this part because mm -hmm. I know that this is going to be pivotal or impactful for my next journey mm -hmm. or the next person that I work with um I have those moments all the time and I feel like for a lot of my journey the words that the words and the interactions that I get with my clients I remember my friend asked me like what does success feel like to me mm. and um my answer was just other people's success 
knowing that other people were able to make something happen from the things that I taught them, the things that they learned, the program that they went through, all of it. And I feel like, uh, like I said, a lot of my journey has just been shaped by my interactions and my experiences with so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Who really just impacted my life. Yes. And I love that. It's beautiful. Success is, it's like black coffee for me. I would never drink black coffee, I but did. yeah, for sure. I got that from my mom. Yeah. Black coffee, no cream, no sugar, just black. Mm. What's What's the difference between, like the feeling? It's just a feeling of like, man, it's the feeling that we give each other when we're in a room. I knew he was going to go when deep. I knew he was going to go deep. Go I'm ahead. I'm for real. Go ahead. Like, it, like uh, the first sip of like black coffee is literally like when you walk in a room and you see like familiar faces or when you mm. get like them head nods and like those acknowledgements that like, like only I know you. we know like yeah. that's all of that to me and it's like that's literally how I that rawness and that authenticity of mm. black coffee of like this is it this is what you're gonna get that's how I want my words to be like be I more like black coffee it. man listen try it one day I'm about to frame that I'm about to frame that I'm try it <laughs> like my copy black <laughs> straight straight up um so yeah period i love it yeah i like how you said i like my copy how i like my copy only a copywriter a storyteller <laughs> would put it together <laughs> like that i'm always so amazed with the way that the words just flow for you thank you you know i feel like for me words don't always flow I try to get them to flow sometimes, but I'm like, hold on. What am I trying to say? But I think for you, uh, even just in conversation, even in this 48, almost one hour podcast, I'm just Ooh. like, whoa. Like, yeah. all of the words just feel, they feel like warm. Yeah. Yeah. But you make me feel warm. So they're going to mm-hmm. feel, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the energy part of it. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, and I love this once again. The office is really, it really brings the vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that for sure. I love it. So, um, I remember speaking of warm, um, I had people always ask me questions. Oh my gosh. I was about to say somebody asked me a question, but people are always asking me questions, um, and wanting to know my thoughts. So, uh, somebody asked me, um, what does it feel like when I'm doing something that I love? Mm. And warm was a feeling. Mm. And uh, I think that also correlates to operating. You believe in God? Yes. Okay. I think that also correlates to like operating with God's plan. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like whenever I'm doing something that makes me feel warm, it feels like it went from a want to a should. Mm. Like I I have no choice but to do this thing or else. Yeah. You know? Um... But yeah, I don't know. I think those moments are just like special. Yeah. There's not sometimes not having words to put to moments are is the communication that you need. Yeah. To Man, learn. yeah. You love those. Listen. <laughs> Listen. So I write and talk all day. Sometimes I'm like, hmm. Yeah, and just nothing. Like, yeah. Light yeah. space. Listen, whenever I whenever I just don't say anything to my friends, they're like, What what you got going on? Yeah. What are you like, why are you not talking? They're like immediately concerned. Say something, say yeah. something right now. And I'm like, no, I'm just processing. Yeah. Yeah, that's rare though. I I can see the rareness in that in you. Yeah. I always I just have that. something to say. I was definitely <laughs> most talkative. 
in, in elementary. You want podcaster? Yeah. yeah. That's why we're here now. Right. I love exactly. that for me. Purpose. I do too. You fell right into it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The timing. Yeah, I was definitely on red often because like you're talking a little too much, young lady. Not you telling the teacher that you were always on red. Yeah. Mm. Very much on red. <laughs> um yeah. Um <laughs> But you know, like I was, I was a creative, and I was. Uh, I'm gonna say more. I'm not gonna say more advanced, but I was just say like it. it just wasn't say enough. It, I was, I are. was more advanced yes. than the other girls, and that's okay. And that's okay. Like yeah. I'm like, I remember I got in trouble for uh, finishing the CRCT early, and then I just started connecting the dots with yeah. the with the answers. Okay, I was like, oh, this one goes over here. Okay, and then the teacher called my mom, and I'm like. Damn, they got me. Yeah, they got me. And she me. actually recommended that I go to a magnet school. Yes, Isn't that crazy? because you were bored. Yeah. The teacher did right. See? Yeah, I yes. love it. <laughs> See? Yes. Shout out to teachers. Yes. Right. All around the world. Um, so I want to know, like, what what piece of advice would you give creators, um, creatives, beauty pros, like, when it comes to telling their story? Where can they start? Um... There, yeah, the starting line, all of the things that apply to creating and building your story and your brand start with you and within you. And I think understanding how much of yourself do you want to give everyone? Mm-hmm. Where's your comfort level with that? What story do you want to tell? What do you want people to know about you? Um, man, and then trusting yourself. And I think kind of like what I said earlier, establishing who you are and who you want others to see about you and really sticking to that in the most authentic way so that everything else doesn't become a process or I don't know if I'm aligning with my brand voice. I don't know if this aligns. It will because you're being who you genuinely want to be to the people that you're selling to. Um, So that's one thing that, that I kind of want people to always understand. And the other thing I think is when it comes to telling your story is People are excited about your journey more than you think that they are. Don't Mm -hmm. hold anything back because you think people don't care. Nobody's going to be into it or I don't want people to say this or I don't want people to say that. It doesn't matter which way you you swing it. Someone's always going to say something. But the part that you focus on is the part that you can be accountable for, right? So I think telling your journey and saying like I went through this but I got here and I'm bringing you this brand because after all I went through I had no choice but to give it to you Mm -hmm. this is my passion and my purpose right um it's kind of where you should sit and you kind of said that too like God didn't take you that far for you to sit up there and be scared to put two sentences in about your journey we're talking about generational prayers we're not talking about that right we're not talking about we are talking about you stepping into not just your ancestors' wildest dreams, but beyond their wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors didn't dream of this. They didn't mm-hmm. even have the capacity to sit in this space and dream of what we're doing right now. Yeah. Right? So we're already beyond that space. And so you, again, having the audacity to say, I'm not going, no, do it. Because yeah. you don't know who else. Today. Yeah. Yesterday. You don't know who else you're going to touch. I have to remind myself of that often. I remind my clients you don't know who else you're going to touch. Yeah. There's someone out there that needs it. And so, you know, yes, we all have brands, but there's a purpose behind it and finding that and really, really pushing into that space. And it's hard. Yeah. 
But it's it's, it's not impossible though. It's not. Yeah. It's po- it's more possible than a lot of the other stuff that we put into our yeah. our plates, you know. So yeah, I think I think that is what I would say. And each person is so different and that's why I love what I do. I try to always make each client have a personal experience to mm-hmm. really dive into their personal brand. I don't like to um have any process that's not really specific to that person because we're all different and Mm -hmm. I really do want to capture what makes you more comfortable in talking Mm -hmm. and telling and sharing so we can get it um so so yeah I think that's that's some of the advice for sure that I would give to everyone yeah I love it that was so good um I'm about to go home and start writing my story because now I have somewhere to start. No, just do it on a Google Doc. Do it on a Google (laughs) Doc. You're like, I need to see that. Yes, right. I know that is my toxic traits. Google Doc, send it to me. I love it. I do love a Google Doc. I I feel like that's the only way that I can process information. Very traditional, but I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, add a little table. Yeah. You know, separate the information. Now we're talking about technologically advanced. Um, not, and it's not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's okay. So I want to thank you guys for listening in on this episode of Becoming Supernova. Olympia, I want to thank you Absolutely. for your participation. Thank you. This has been an amazing podcast episode, and so I just right. feel like it's going to really impact all of the listeners. Yeah. I um, hope so. In their journeys, because yeah. this is the the true beginning of like really telling your story and yeah. becoming more of who you should be and going beyond your ancestors wildest dream so cheers to that and yes. um i will talk to you guys on the next episode i'm your host terry watson and you guys have a great rest of your week you keep it up girl you're killing the motherfucking game but i don't even gotta say it because you already know that